ABF Creative. ABF Give a arm and a leg to own one of those fancy snowblowers. Sure would be shoveling all this snow by hand. I've never liked winter. Nuh-uh. Don't like nothing about it. Not the snow, not the freezing sleet, and especially not how pitch black it gets outside by 4 p.m. As if I don't have enough things to worry about at this camp. What's all that? Is that a Christmas ornament? And a dreidel? Where'd you get this stuff? And Kwanzaa candles? Oh, oh, I see what's going on here. Trying to rope me into the festivities, are you? <laughs> well, that's a waste of your time. I'm in no mood to celebrate anything. What's there to celebrate? Another year of being trapped here at Red Room? Pass. I'll keep my Scrooge tuned. Thank you very much. Man, even knee-deep snow won't keep these kids away, huh? <laughs> Hurry on over, y'all. At least you end up turning into popsicles. <laughs> I'll get a fire start. You all seem happy. Huh? A gift for me? Oh, oh, oh I see how it is. No gift until old Eli tells another story. <laughs> As if I don't already spoil you kids rotten. Fine, fine. You'll get your story. Just do me a favor, will you? Keep to the campfire, all right? No wandering off today. It's too cold for me to chase after y'all. Now, children, you see, the holidays aren't always so merry. <laughs> This year, Elijah and Zuri had agreed to spend, spend Christmas, Christmas with, with their, their Grandpa, Grandpa Walker. Though they didn't quite know what to expect, they were sold on the idea when they learned their Grandpa was big on gift-giving and treats. Mmm. <laughs> These cookies are good, Elijah said, smacking his lips together. Beside him on the couch sat his sister Zuri, who nodded earnestly. I know! This gingerbready, chocolatey combo is unbelievable! This is the kind of stuff I imagine Mrs. Claus feeding Santa. Mmm. <laughs> I see sweet tooths run in the family, Grandpa Walker said with a chuckle. He sat across from them in an old-fashioned rocking chair, slightly hunched over while he laced his boots. Sorry Mom couldn't come this year. Zuri said, quickly wiping her mouth with a napkin. She wanted to, but her work schedule is crazy this time of year. I know. Grandpa Walker looked up and grinned. Don't worry. I'm just happy to get to spend some time with my grandkids. I haven't seen either of you since you were babies. Right on cue, the clock rang out, notifying it was late afternoon. Grandpa Walker gave his bootlaces one last tug before getting to his feet. Look, kids, I promised the Thompsons next door I'd help him fix their stove. But it shouldn't take me long, he said as he reached for his coat. While I'm gone, don't open any of your presents, okay? Promise me. 
The kids exchanged sly looks with one another. Of course, Grandpa, they replied sweetly. We We promise. promise. Elijah and Zuri watched as Grandpa Walker headed out. Once he was out of sight, Elijah bounced off the couch. His eyes twinkled playfully. Zuri, he said in a mischievous voice. Let's open a present. Grandpa won't know. (sighs) Seriously, Elijah? Zuri sighed. Grandpa just left. What if he walks back in? She glanced toward the door. We need to wait a few more minutes, just to make sure. With that, Zuri wandered over to Grandpa Walker's bookshelf. She ran her fingers across a few withering book spines and read the titles out to her brother. Raising Good Humans Parenting Strong-Willed Children The Good Kid Club Zuri's voice trailed off. Why does Grandpa have so many parenting books? Dunno. Maybe he was strict with Mom, Elijah suggested. That could explain why he's so nice to us. Grandpa's probably trying to make up for it. Zuri shrugged. She continued poring over the rest of the collection until something caught her eye. A maroon-colored, leather-bound book spine with gold lettering. Krampus. A Yuletide Horror. Zuri read aloud. She pulled the book out and thumbed through the pages. Krampus is a horned half-goat, half-demon monster that punishes misbehaving kids at Christmas. Have you heard of this, Elijah? Her brother shook his head. Zuri shelved the book and shuddered at the thought. Okay, now can we open something? Elijah asked impatiently. It's been long enough. He gestured to the glinting pile of gifts beneath the tree. Fine, Zuri said, but only a small one, something Grandpa won't notice, okay? Elijah grinned as Zuri plopped herself down beside him. She sat crisscross as her brother sifted through the present stash. A miniature package, roughly the size of a mug, caught his attention. Want to do the honors? He asked, turning to Zuri. She nodded. Elijah handed the package over, eagerly waiting for Zuri to open it. Zuri tore the paper off. As soon as she spotted the top of the glass sphere, she knew exactly what the gift was. It's a snow globe, Zuri announced. Inside stood a cheerful-looking Santa who waved to the unseen masses. On the ground next to him was this trusty sack, and in the backdrop stood a quaint little village that was covered in snow and string lights. But the longer Zuri stared, the more oddities she found. Elijah? She said slowly. Doesn't it look like the figurine's paint is chipping off? She pointed it out to her brother, tapping a freshly manicured finger against the glass. How did that happen? Dunno, Elijah said with a shrug. It's probably old. He reached out and took it from his sister's hands. There was no name on this one, so Grandpa probably wanted us to share it, he added. Elijah turned the snow globe upside down and watched the snowfall. His toy sack is empty, he said suddenly. 
Huh? Zuri raised her eyebrows at him. So? Think about it. Isn't Santa always shown carrying a bag full of toys for all the good little boys and girls? Elijah said. Whoever made this clearly doesn't know their Santa story. He handed the snow globe back to his sister. Frowning, Zuri gazed into little Santa's eyes. There was something about Santa's expression that made her feel like she was being silently judged for her misdeeds. But just as she was about to mention this to her brother, they heard a noise. It's Grandpa! Elijah hissed. Quick, take the snow globe and hide it. I'll grab the wrapping paper. Later that evening, Grandpa Walker prepared a Christmas Eve dinner that didn't disappoint. He had set out everything from his slow-cooked brisket to extra-gooey mac and cheese and two different kinds of cakes. Despite having gorged on dessert just a few hours earlier, Zuri and Elijah's stomachs rumbled at the sight. Dang, Grandpa, Elijah said, shoveling his spoon into a slice of chocolate cake. I could eat a hundred of these. Slow down there, champ. (laughs) Try to eat something that isn't full of sugar, Grandpa Walker said with a laugh. He reached across the table and spooned some mashed potatoes and gravy onto Elijah's plate. By the way, his tone sounded more serious than usual. Did you kids open your gifts? Zuri and Elijah froze. They tried their hardest not to look at each other. Of course not, Grandpa. Zuri lied. She avoided eye contact by pouring juice into her cup, while Elijah fidgeted with his silverware. Had either of the kids looked up at him, they would have seen disapproval flash across Grandpa Walker's face. But he said nothing. Instead, he wordlessly reached for the ham and sliced it into thin pieces, leaving the grandkids to wallow in the silence. After dinner, the siblings quickly hurried into the guest bedroom they were staying in. Both were itching to discuss what happened at dinner. Okay, so Grandpa is on to us, Elijah blurted out. We've got to rewrap the snow globe and stash it under the tree. Otherwise, he might take away the rest of our gifts. He wouldn't do that, right? Zuri hesitated. I mean, it's not like we did anything super bad. We just got excited. You never know, Elijah countered, shaking his head. Remember those books you saw? Elijah dug into his backpack and pulled out the wrapping paper he'd stuffed in there earlier. You still have the snow globe? He asked Zuri. She nodded, quickly dropping to her knees so she could reach under her bed. With a small huff, she pulled out the snow globe and held it out for her brother to see. Um, Elijah? Said Zuri, her eyes glued to the miniature scene in front of her. Her voice grew soft as she spoke. Something's wrong. Elijah turned to look. To his and Zuri's surprise, the little snow globe Santa now had massive fangs that jutted past his rosy lips. A long, furry tail protruded from the back of his pants. And more unsettling yet... Wait, 
That Santa sack... That wasn't open before, right? Elijah asked. It looked empty, but it definitely wasn't wide open. Right? Right, Zuri said, uneasily setting the snow globe down. It definitely wasn't. I'm positive. Well, I'm sure it's nothing, Elijah replied, trying his best to steal himself. I bet Grandpa already knows, and swapped snow globes to teach us a lesson. He's probably just trying to creep us out. I don't see how he could have done that. We've been inside all day. We would have seen him come in. Either way, let's just get this thing wrapped and forget about it, Elijah said. Hand me the tape, Zuri. Zuri couldn't sleep. Even when she closed her eyes, all she could see was that tiny Santa with long fangs. Determined to take her mind off of it, Zuri quietly slipped out of bed to grab a drink from the kitchen. As she peered into the hallway, Zuri was surprised to see everything bathed in a soft red glow. Hands clammy, she inched forward ever so slightly and spotted more of the bizarre light flooding through the cracks of her grandfather's bedroom door. Unsure of what to make of it, Zuri quickly shuffled back into the guest room, only to find Elijah sitting upright in bed. (sighs) Couldn't sleep, he said with a yawn. Yeah, me neither, Zuri said, a little breathless now. She sat on the edge of her bed, facing her brother. There's a weird red light coming from Grandpa's room. Suri bit her lip. It's creepy. The whole hallway is red. Let's go check it out, Elijah said, springing out of bed. What? No, you can't, Suri exclaimed. If Grandpa already knows about the snow globe, poking around in the middle of the night won't help our case. Elijah ignored her. He quietly tiptoed into the hall, leaving Zuri scrambling to follow behind. As the siblings ventured further down, Zuri was suddenly engulfed in chills. Elijah, let's go, she hissed, tugging his pajama sleeves. I don't like this. A sudden noise caught their attention. The kids looked down both of their stomachs lurching at the sight. Somehow, the snow globe they'd stashed away had magically rolled into the hall. Now, it was bumping against their feet. Elijah bent down and picked it up. To his great shock, the figurine inside was no longer Santa. It had morphed into a shaggy, dark-haired monster with thick horns. The red Santa pants were much too short for it now, and so Elijah could make out goat hooves sticking out from underneath. The toy sack and village were nowhere to be seen. It was just the monster now, standing in snow that looked horrifying in the glow of the red light. Is that Krampus? 
Elijah asked hoarsely. I think so, Zuri said, her voice trembling. Put it in the bathroom. I don't want it in our room. Wordlessly, Elijah ran into the bathroom and placed the snow globe into the tub. He carefully locked the door behind him and bolted back into the guest room, followed by his sister. Though Krampus was locked away, neither of the kids could sleep throughout the night. Out of fear, they'd hear another chilling clink. On Christmas morning, the kids cautiously headed downstairs. Though last night's events had left them terrified, they were determined to forget all about the creepy snow globe in order to enjoy their holiday. As they turned the corner, they saw that Grandpa Walker had prepared a large tray of sprinkle-covered cookies and hot chocolate for them. Merry Christmas, kids! Grandpa Walker called out cheerfully. He sat on the couch, all decked out in a fuzzy robe, slippers, and a Santa hat. Sleep well last night? Zuri and Elijah flashed him uncertain smiles. Merry Christmas, Grandpa, said Zuri, nervously twisting her hands. Were you up last night? Her grandpa raised an eyebrow and peered at her curiously, shaking his head no. Were you? He asked. Zuri quickly shook her head and scurried over to where Elijah was sitting. He had already unwrapped his first present of the day. Off to the side, their grandpa smiled behind his coffee mug, taking a nice long sip out of it. Zuri felt a nagging feeling that something, somehow, was off. But Elijah didn't seem to notice. He had moved on to another gift, wrapped in shiny green paper. He eagerly tore into it as Zuri watched on. Inside was an empty Santa sack that looked exactly like the one they'd seen inside the snow globe. Elijah and Zuri locked eyes, and in that moment, both of their hearts thrashed in their chests. Before their eyes, the Christmas tree lights started flickering menacingly, and the sack, which had been empty up until now, suddenly shot up in the air as a long arm covered in shaggy black hair forced its way out. A strong stench hit their nostrils, similar to that of a petting zoo's. What the? The kids cried out, scrambling away from the arm. But while Zuri managed to push herself out of reach, Elijah wasn't so lucky. The hand latched onto his ankle and started tugging hard. Let go of my brother! Zuri screamed, her shouts mingling with Elijah's yells. Her body was shaking, whether it was from fear or adrenaline, she didn't know. All that mattered was wrestling Elijah away from the monstrous hand. In a flash, Grandpa Walker was by Zuri's side, straining to pull Elijah away. But to their horror, the hand yanked Elijah out of their grasp and dragged him into the sack. It bulged for a second, and then deflated. 
Zuri fought back a sob, but before she could fully process what had happened, something cold and hard bumped against her foot. With shaking hands, Zuri bent down and picked the snow globe up, only to see Krampus in his full form. He stood there, grinning at her. By his side was the toy sack, with a pair of legs sticking out of it. Legs that were the exact same PJs Elijah had on. They kicked and flailed in slow motion, trying desperately to escape. Grandpa, how do we get him out? Zuri asked, her voice wavering. It's Krampus, right? Is there anything in your book that can help us? Grandpa Walker stood there motionless, his eyes locked onto the snow globe. You apologize for lying and not doing as you're told, he answered, though the voice that came out of his mouth sounded nothing like the one Zuri had grown used to hearing. It sounded raspy and deep. Then, as Grandpa turned to face Zuri, his warm brown eyes flickered into an electrifying shade of red. Zuri shrank back in fear as she watched his face stretch out. Thick horns unfurled from each side of his head, and a long, shaggy black beard hung from his pointed chin. Krampus flashed her a twisted smile showing off his long, forked tongue and razor-sharp teeth. A shame, he hissed. Just when I thought I'd get to relax this Christmas, you naughty children ruin the fun for everyone. With that, Krampus grabbed Suri's arm. She let out a blood-curdling scream that was cut short by a gust of wind. And then... Silence. Merry Christmas. Hope the kids are on their best behavior. Pretty proud of that one, actually. <laughs> really changes the way you think about festivities. <laughs> oh, for me? Y'all shit, man. Huh? A remote-controlled car? Uh, wow. Didn't expect that. But thank you, kids. I, uh, I appreciate the gesture. Why do I have to flip the box over? I already know what it is. All right, all right. Give me a second. The new and improved remote-controlled car. Equipped with a Wi-Fi camera and first-person view transmission. Dang, this thing is fancy. How much pocket money do y'all get? You got this for me so I can survey the camp without having to go outside? Oh. That's real considerate of you kids. Thank you. And you know what? I think it's about time to come in handy. I could use an extra pair of eyes around here. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Don't make this about you, Oliver. I'm having a moment here. Thanks for paying me a visit, kids. Make sure y'all head straight back home, you hear? The news channel said there's gonna be a blizzard tonight. You know what? Yeah, Oliver. I actually do feel a lot more cheerful. That was a nice pick-me-up. No, not the blizzard. I'm dreading that. I mean the kids and this car camera thing they got me. Can't help but to feel all warm and fuzzy. It feels nice to be appreciated, Oliver. I haven't felt this way in 30-something years. And you know what else? Maybe this car is my little holiday miracle. It could get into all sorts of nooks and crannies that I'm too big and you're too chicken to check out. Maybe it'll help me find something important. Something that's been right under my nose this whole time. Yeah, you're right. Let's head back in. I can't feel my fingers anymore. Hmm. It says here that this car runs on Weepy and Blue Teeth. Is that cold for something? Hmm. Well, I'm sure I can figure it out. How hard can it be to set up a toy car? <laughs> 